You're listening to CITR FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And it's time right now for the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard right there, Autogram from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, with I Wanna Be Whipped. And Autogram are playing with Bread and Butter, Needles and Pins at Fortune on November the 9th. A record release party that was autogram with I Wanna Be Whipped. Today on the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show, an interview with Saman! All about Saman's music and his inspirations from Texas. From Texas. But before we get to Saman, I thought I would play some more music related to Autogram. Well, kind of. Sort of. Right now, we're going to play The Lookouts. Now, The Lookouts were a band comprised of Larry Livermore, but also in the band were Trey and Kane Kong, who actually was Trey, Trey Cool from Green Day. And we're going to hear him on lead vocals playing in The Lookouts from 1989 from a 7-inch with the song Judgment Day. Now, after the lookouts, we're going to play Bread and Butter. Bread and Butter, who are also, thank you so much, Bread and Butter, for the LP. We're the brand new LP, yes, and Bread and Butter are playing with Autogram at Fortune on November the 9th. And Needles and Pins are also on the bill. Autogram, Needles and Pins, Bread and Butter. So right now, before we get to Saman from Texas, we are going to play The Lookouts from 1989 with Judgment Day. And then brand new on LP, Bread and Butter with Shoot My Mouth Off on Denardwar, the human serviette radio show.
And you're still listening to CITR, F102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And on the line right now, I think we have a caller. Caller, can you hear me? Can you hear me, caller? Hello, caller, can you hear me? Hello, hello, hello. Hello, can you hear me? Hello. Can you hear me, Nardwar? Yes, I can. Can you hear me? We are trying to connect with Saman from Texas. Amazing. Yes, I can hear you. You can hear me. Are you hearing through the stream or are you hearing through Skype? Is there a delay? There must be a delay. Can you hear me? I'm hearing you through the stream, so there is a bit of a delay. There is a delay. So if anybody is wondering, right now, while we get everything queued up and ready to go. Maybe I'll have to reconnect with you, Saman. But right now, we're going to kick into a song, a whole bunch of songs, that well, a song that you have actually picked out for us to play. A couple songs. Um, right off the bat, the first song, Dance Maria by Dance Maria by... And here comes a delay by Krungbin. Yes, yes. We, uh, maybe you could say a bit about Krungbin. <laughs> Again, we are speaking to. Sam. Yeah, sure. Um, Krungbin is a band that. <laughs> uh, they're a band that I've known for. Gosh, I don't know, maybe since about 2011, I want to say. And um, they are comprised of a bass player, Laura Lee, a guitar player, Marco Spear, and a drummer, DJ Johnson. They're from Texas. And a fun fact for any Krungbin fans out there, the drummer, DJ, is actually um, one half of the production duo Beans and Cornbread, who produce a lot of big hits for Houston rappers you might know, like Paul Wall and Chameleon Air and Slim Thug, people like that. Um, but Krungbin is one of my favorite, favorite bands, and uh, I'm so happy to see they're getting popular now.
and you're still listening to Nanadwar, the human serviette radio show. And we just heard, who did we just hear right now, Saman? Well, we just heard Sonny Stitt doing East of the Sun and West of the Moon. And you are, of course, who are you? Who are uh, you? My, na- <laughs> my name is Saman Ashrawi. Um, I do a lot of different things, uh, but right now my big thing that I'm working on is this new podcast called The Nostalgia Mixtape, where I'm the host. I'm like you. uh, What exactly did we hear right off the top in case people didn't miss or people – what was happening? A delay was happening, right? (laughs) A delay. Yes, there was a delay. Could you explain to people what was happening? We We were trying to get synced up on Skype. Um, but I was tuning into the stream just to make sure that since I couldn't hear you on Skype, I just wanted to make sure I knew what was going on. But you know what? We got it fixed. We got it figured out. And um, and you you are, of course, Saman Ashrawi. And also at CITR, believe it or not, who saved the day was another Saman. Could you please introduce yourself? Hi, Saman. Uh, this is Saman. I work at CITR. This is my last day actually working here. <laughs> Wow, thank you for saving us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my pleasure. <laughs> and uh, how do you pronounce your name? I pronounce I it. I pronounce Oh, here, sorry. Here you go. go. You go ahead. Uh, no, mine you is, Mine is Saman. Uh, mine is Saman. Gotcha. And yeah. and you were saying Saman, you how do you spell out your name? So if I want someone to get the pronunciation right, I would spell it as S A W M O N. Uh, and like okay. I had some friends calling me a few years back as Saw Monster, because <laughs> <laughs> of that spelling. <laughs> and what about you, Saman? Uh, if I'm trying to help people pronounce it, uh, I always tell them that in in uh, grade school when I played basketball, my nickname was Saman the Man. That's like kind of the rhyme that you can use to make it easy. And right off the bat, we played, uh, actually, you are from Texas. I said you are from Texas. Uh-huh. And where are you yes, from, sir. Saman? I- I'm from Iran, Tehran, you- Middle East. Uh-huh. And you are leaving CITR now. Uh, yeah, today is my da- last day. And thank you for talking to Saman, <laughs> Saman. Yeah, that's it's, great. It's very <laughs> close. It's very close, hey, my isn't it? family's from the Middle East, too. Really? So. From where? Uh, my family's from Palestine. Oh, Palestine. Cool. A couple thousand miles away, but who's yeah. counting? And, yeah. and through, I guess, the Middle East, we connected. So yeah, thank we you. Did. <laughs> so thank you very much. And uh, do, uh, congratulations on your stay at CITR. Thank you. Uh, and, take, and keeping your shirt on some Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have a shirtless photo here going around at the station. <laughs> and um, keep on rocking in the free world and do do loot do. Do do. Do do. <laughs> so Saman actually oh Nardwar there's another Middle East connection because that Krungbin song you just played is a cover of a song by uh Elias Rahbani I believe who is from Lebanon uh, what some communicate what you oh because uh, we also have here Ragov he's from uh, Middle you, East uh, as could well could you um Saman could you move a bit closer to the mic your mic or are you on uh are you do you have a mic Saman, <laughs> Saman, <laughs> Texas. Are you? Can you move closer to your mic, Texas? How, how am I doing now? Is this better? Yeah, it's good to be really close. And I keep saying Texas. You are in Texas, right? Correct. Yeah. Correct. 
Uh, go ahead. For yeah, I'm Raghav. I'm from India. Uh, so I'm the technical assistant, and someone has been training me, and it seems like I have to do a lot of work when someone leaves. That's amazing. We yeah. finally figured out the Skype all yeah. together on yeah. an Artboard Human <laughs> Serviette radio show from Saman from yeah. Texas. Well, thank you again from the bottom of my heart for connecting me and do do loot do. Do do. No. Do do. Yeah. So what what exactly, Saman, are we doing today? What are we doing today? Well, today I wanted to play a bunch of songs that are connected to my memories because that's the theme of this podcast I just put out, um, where I have people come on and talk about songs that are tied to their memories. And for your background, you met Beto. You met Beto. You met Beto and you interviewed him. That's correct. Yes. People can see that. Can they hear that on a podcast? They are not going to hear the Beto interview on the podcast, but if you go to my personal site, which is semantics.com, S-M-N-T-C-S.com, I have the interview up there, and I got Beto to say, keep it trill, which I'm sure you were a huge fan of, Nardwar. And he sweats a lot, too, doesn't he? <laughs> He's a, yes, he does. I can relate to him in that regard. Does he like to be called Beto? Uh, so he'll, if, if. He was with you right now. He would correct you, and he would say it's Beto. And do you think he stands a chance to win? I, it is very close, but in the end, will he lose? <laughs> it's quite close, and the thing that uh, that I'm counting on is that the all the hundreds of thousands of people in Texas who are newly registered to vote because of his campaign, I don't think they're being reflected in the polls we're seeing. But I do think it's gonna it's gonna come down to the wire. It's gonna be very very close. But I, I have hope that that Beto could turn us blue. The last time you were on the Nardwar Human Serviette Radio Show, I showed you the Kukendall, the street address. Yes, you know, Kirkendall. Kirkendall. Yeah, yes. that is very close to Karanjapin, isn't it? <laughs> like, it might be. Like it's what is the deal between Kirkendall? What is the deal? Uh, well, there's a lot of, in South Texas, a lot of, uh, I believe, uh, Czech and German people settled that area. Um, so you have all these names with just like super long and like a lot of <sighs> sounds. Uh, and yeah, and that's that's how that happened, I think. And you are again Saman from Texas and the drummer also of Kirkendall. Kirkendall. <laughs> Krungbin? <laughs> uh, he doesn't wear... There's all those jokes about him not wearing a wig. What is the deal on that? There was all those jokes. You know, I think it's like a ZZ Top thing where two of the dudes have beards, but the only guy whose name is Harry doesn't. You know what I mean? And they also had like a Tiny Desk concert, didn't they? Yes. Oh, it was so good. It was so, so good. You've selected a whole bunch of songs... Also, we heard a second song uh, that you played on there. We heard a little bit of, of what? Sunny Stitt. Yes. What can you say about... East of the sun and west of the moon. Yeah, what can you say about Sunny? Well, that song came into my life the first time. Uh, the condensed version of the story is I was originally supposed to go back home to Palestine and uh, didn't work out. So I ended up going to Paris instead. And I was walking around Paris and I heard this. It was a duo. It was a guy on guitar and another person on saxophone. 
little jazz guitar and they're playing the song and the only word I could it was beautiful music but the only word I could make out that the guy was singing the only line was east of the sun and west of the moon and so I just said that line over to, uh, over and over to myself in my head till I got back to my hotel and I googled it and I figured out what song that was and now like it's I I'll listen to anybody's version of that it's a jazz standard I guess I censored a whole bunch of songs that you wanted to play. I censored mm-hmm. a whole bunch. Sorry about that. Like you wanted to play Cream, Donna Summer, Wilco, The Band, Lupe, <laughs> and Chemical Brothers. And I censored those songs. How dare I censor those songs? Is there, anything so you want, is there anything you want to say about the songs I censored? Before we oh. kick in, before we kick in to a song I did not censor. I did not censor the players circle <laughs> i can't believe you let that one slip through um <laughs> the ones you censored they, they're all very meaningful to me in one way or another the cream song i actually cried to uh at at the clapton concert in in la with my dad he, i don't know if you saw me crying but i was definitely crying for sure you also have repped cntr for a long time you have had me tw- pinned at the top of your tweeter <laughs> was that just for today or has it been pinned since you were on CITR it's been there for two years just because it's for sure the most comprehensive interview I've ever done so kudos to you Nardwar but that's a am- thank you for pinning me at the top of your of tweeter for two years and you were in on CITR kind of in I think December was it December of 1-6 it was it was November. It was uh, American Thanksgiving uh, weekend, or I guess now I should say Indigenous Peoples Day. And now you're back through the magic of Skype. Thank you, Saman. And right now we're going to hear a song that you picked out. Now, is there anything you want to say about the player circle? Like you said, I should have censored this one, right? I should. Is (laughs) there? Should we give? It was too mainstream. Should we give? A warning to the listeners. Should we give a warning? There's no warning, but the story behind this one is there was this girl in high school I had a huge crush on. And at the time, I hated hated Lil Wayne with a passion. Uh, I've changed a bit since then, but I hated him with a passion. And uh, I was driving her home from a party one night, and she basically told me, she was like, you know, what would really set the mood right now is some Lil Wayne. So I'm flipping through my CD booklet and I'm trying to find a Lil Wayne song knowing there's not one on there. And I turn on So I'm like, if there's a God, I'll turn on the radio and a Lil Wayne song will come on. Uh, and sure enough, I turn on the radio and they were coming back from a commercial and they're playing this song. And she kissed me and we dated the rest of high school. The Players Circle as brought to you by Sa. Man. Saman, who is kind of a <laughs> special guest DJ, but has his own podcast right now, right? People can hear you. Correct. Correct. On At s- the nostalgiamixtape.com. Nostalgia Mixtape. Do you get people by mistake finding the website or your podcast? You know, the Nostalgia mis- Mixtape doesn't sound, it sounds very mainstream, doesn't it? <laughs> Does it? Well, like, you know. You know, nostalgia mixtape. You know, people might be like, you know, looking for the stall. You know what I mean? Like, help me with that. Help me with that. (laughs) Well, I'm hoping we'll be we'll be the ones that people are looking for uh, very soon because we've got a lot of really cool guests lined up. I can't say any of them on the air, but a lot of really cool people are sharing their memories 
on this uh, podcast. The players, the players circle.
You're still listening to Nardwar, the human serviette radio show with who do we have here? Who do we have on the line right now? Saman Ashrawi is my name. And who are you, Saman? And what exactly are we doing? We're we're looking back with music. We're getting nostalgic. We're reminiscing together. Um, and I got to know if you, if there's any songs that remind you of a moment in your life, if at some point on the show, you got to share a story. Well, I was wondering why Saman are you here? And then I thought back 2013, is that when we met? We met in the hallways of South by Southwest. Is that when it all began? I believe that was the first time we met, yes. In a giant conference hall. And then we met again at a DJ Khaled gig. Speaking of commercial, Uh we met at a DJ Khaled gig. (laughs) And you know why that night was important, right, Nardwar? Parquet Courts. Yes, that was the catalyst for the Parquet Courts and Bun B collaboration. Yeah, actually. thank you. Yeah, could you mention that, perhaps, Saman? Yeah, sure. I would love to. Um... That night, we were in DJ Khaled's dressing room, and Bun B was there. Bun B is, like, you know, one of my closest mentors. And um, I had mentioned to him that you had just interviewed Parquet Courts and given them a Bun B vinyl. And he was like, he had actually seen it, and he was such a big fan of the interview. And you mentioned that they were trying to get him on one of their songs. And he just turns to me very nonchalantly and says, well, put him in touch with Saman, and we'll see what we can do. And not only did we do the song, but they liked it so much that we premiered it on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. And the song is called Captive of the Sun. That is amazing. So from Nardwar to Stephen Colbert, that is amazing. From ta- yes. like I caused a Stephen Colbert moment to happen. Were you actually there at Colbert? I was at Colbert, um, and it was great. I was so tired. I definitely napped in the green room for sure. Uh, and, and that was actually the beginning of my uh, very um, short so far career as a music producer. And I've since gone on to help Bun with his new album. And uh, I also helped out with Thundercat remix album. And Parquet Courts have done the TV talk show circuit. They were on Ellen recently or a little That's while back. Actually, the way that I discovered them was on Jimmy Fallon, their first ever live TV performance. They did that song Stoned and Starving, and they I, I was like instantly a fan. And it was just amazing that we ended up getting to work together because of you. When are you getting a Heritage Minute, Nardwar? I want to know. Well, I love the idea that you are the linker. You are the linker, Saman. And we're talking to Saman Ashrawi. Ashrawi. <laughs> Thank you for correcting me. Saman from no Texas, who I yep. also bumped into at South by Southwest outside the Mohawk. I was yes. on the way to see the band Sheermag. I think you were mm-hmm. the walking up and down. Um, I'm not, is it Congress Avenue? Or what I is I believe that's right off of Rio Grande and 9th Street in Austin, if I'm not mistaken. What were you doing there? Were you going to check out Sheermag? <laughs> 
Um, well, I was uh, tr actually just we, me and my friend David, uh, who some of y'all might know as Deepat from the group Sonder, um, we were just trying to figure out what we were going to do that night. And uh, you just happened to walk by and we, you and I caught up for a little bit. And then uh, my friend Sharnaz snapped a great photo of us. And I think because we were there, I think the New York Times took some photos as well on the street. It was like an amazing, it was an amazing moment. But also, Saman, you came out to CITR, and as I mentioned, you've had me pinned to your tweeter for, I think, two years, which is amazing. And then also, you got me in touch with, or you kind of familiarized me with Jack O'Dell and Jane Power. Yes, the legends who live right there in Vancouver. Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, who might be listening right now. And they I have, told them to tune in. And you told them about me, and they ended up sending you a review of a record, The Evaporators, that I participated yes. in. So you were yes. haunted by me, not only on your Twitter timeline, but in your mailbox, too. I can't, I can't get away from you, Nardwar. It's impossible. What is the connection between Jack O'Dell and Jane Power and you, Saman? Well, they are essentially, as my parents like to tell it, my godparents. Um, they are old comrades of my parents from the days of the civil rights era and the era sh like shortly after that in the 70s. Um, and if folks aren't familiar with them, they are, you know, Jack used to be Martin Luther King's right hand man uh, in the 60s. Um, so he's uh, truly one of the last living civil rights leaders. And you told him about Nardwar the human serviette and your appearance. Yes. And thank you for annotating your last appearance on the show on CITR Radio. Again, we're speaking to Saman from Texas, from Texas, yes. from Houston, yes. Texas, from Houston, Texas. Mm-hmm. 100%. Uh, although, have you lived in any other parts of Texas ever? I lived in Austin. I went to college there um, at the University of Texas at Austin. And that was really what started my jump-started my career now was being a film student there and also working at the TV station. What are you doing right now? Because I know for a little while you were working for Revolt. Revolt! Yes. Yes, I was working for Revolt. I got to interview so many cool people while I was at Revolt. That was um, That was a lot of fun. It was like Every day I was interviewing two or three people, different genres. Like I remember one day that I one day I interviewed Currency and the band Bombay Bicycle Club back to back, like within an hour of each other. Where can um, where can people access these interviews? So what's really sad is when uh, let's see, I was let go from Revolt towards the end of 2014, and when they revamped their website, they uh, wiped out all of the work that had gone up there in 2014. So you can't actually the only the only surviving interviews from that era are um, text interviews that I have archived on my site semantics.com, s-m-n-t-c-s.com. You also, Saman, introduced me to Lance Scott Walker. Yes, yes. Was, was he that... just came out with his new version of Houston rap tapes. And he, yeah, he has an amazing book. He has put together some amazing books, hasn't he? Yeah, he is. Uh, we got to give him his flowers while he's still here. He is. He's done so much to preserve the history of Houston rap music. It's um, it's very, very important stuff that that he's doing. So if you have the money to buy Houston rap tapes, you should definitely think about it. And also he is doing a new book on DJ Screw, isn't he? 
he is doing a new book, and I think he's also doing one on the city of Galveston, which here's a fun fact for you, Nardwar. Uh, the DMX video for Party Up was filmed in Galveston, which is very random to me. Lance Scott Walker, DJ mm-hmm. Screw, you also connected kind of to DJ Screw in that you turned a Thundercat record into a chopped and screwed version? Yes, that is true. Um, it, that one is great because I remember when Thundercat put out the Where the Giants Roam EP, I think in 2015, I want to say. Um, I, I was telling him in Flying Lotus, like, you have to get this music chopped and screwed. It's perfect for it. And they were both like, okay, that sounds cool, but I don't think they were fully on board. And then I reached out to DJ Candlestick when Thundercat put out his album Drunk. And I told DJ Candlestick, I was like, yo, have you heard of Thundercat? He was like, no. And so I was like, oh my gosh, please listen to this. Please chop and screw it. Trust me, people go nuts for this. And he chopped and screwed it and he put it out on um, on the internet. And literally the first person to react to it on Twitter was Barry Jenkins, who directed Moonlight. And I think Thundercats people saw that and they're like, oh, maybe we should press this up on vinyl. And now you can get it on a very cool purple vinyl. And if you look on the back, you'll see my name co-produced by Samantha Shrawi. That's amazing, man, all the hookups you have done, like the parquet courts, the Thundercat thing, <laughs> quite a few. Yes, and then I, did you hear— um... How do you convince people that you are worthwhile? Because when I tell people my grand scheme, my plans, nobody listens to me. How do you get people <laughs> to listen to you? Um, I think I, I try not to talk too much. And also, like I, I learned from Bun, you have to make your words count. He, he doesn't speak very much, but when he does, it's always like it's always valuable. But then the other thing, too, is like I try not to come to people with an idea unless it's a cool idea. Um, so, well, yeah. I, I appreciate you also being my publicist and passing my name on to your friend Sarah from The Fader. She did some promo <laughs> for my 30th anniversary show, Sarah from oh, The Fader. Cool. Yes. And that was Sarah. you. Yeah, a.k.a. with a little jazz on Twitter. Sarah's one of my favorite people. And you connected me. Thank you. Thank you for that. I was like, wow, this is amazing. And you CC'd her. And she followed it up. She listened to you. (laughs) She listened to you. And also, we got to give a shout-out to Diana. Diana. Yes, of course. How do you know Diana? We met on the scene. Uh, she's a publicist in, uh, and manager, or sorry, she's a manager in um, Austin, Texas. Right now she's working with an artist named Quinn NFN, I believe. But she also um, represents artists from all different genres. Uh, and she, I just knew she was like, she was, such, she was very much about her business. And I tried to only kind of associate with people who won't waste your time. And she's one of those people. I also wanted to play some Fool. Some Fool. You got to play the Fool record. But I couldn't find a Fool. Like right now, I couldn't find a Fool. I will pl- find a Fool. Barbed wire. Okay. I will yes. find you it. Can send you the link? Uh, on a computer, I can probably find it. What can you say about Fool? So, Fool is um, a very cool artist who blends. Uh, she'll she'll take these Hindi music samples and tie them up with like Southern hip hop samples at the same time. And I've just I've never heard anyone do that before. 
and it's it's amazing. And the first full EP, I think, will be out later this year or next year. So this is an exclusive. This isn't even something people can hear online. This is something that I wanted to give to you, Nardwar, um, as, a, as a cool thing for your listeners. Fool with a barbed wire. And I think, is it not on SoundCloud or was that a private link on SoundCloud? Yes, it's a private link on SoundCloud, but I will send it to you again just to make sure we get it up there. I'm not exactly sure. Maybe, actually, <laughs> since we are on Skype, maybe you can yeah. play it. Like, you, does that work for you playing it? Oh, no, it? It, it won't, I don't think it'll work like that. Um, but I'm going to send it to you right now as we're speaking. Literally right now as we're speaking, it's being sent to you. But before that... We're going to play something by, well, actually, what can you say about Hakeem Olajuwon? What can I say about Hakeem Olajuwon? He is my favorite basketball player of all time. Uh, and um, I got to meet him once, and uh, he told me that he learned how to speak Arabic while spending time in Jordan, which is right next to Palestine. And... Him having been my childhood hero, uh, knowing that he took the time to go learn Arabic, it was, you know, I don't know how many other athletes I'll have that kind of bond with. Right now, I'm going to play something from its 1987 LP, Hakeem Olajuwon, Hakeem the Dream, and Hurt and Bad, the Unbeatable Dream. And you can actually see the picture the front cover of this record, if you go to Nardwar Twitter, N-E-R-D-W-U-A-R, at Nardwar. And, of course, you can tweet me at Nardwar. And we're speaking to Saman from Texas. Why are we speaking to you, Saman from Texas? Why are we speaking to you? Because you have a brand new podcast, right? And you've, yes. And you've pinned me for two years. Uh, uh, that doesn't sound right. Um, but, yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> But you have yes, pinned, I have a new podcast. You have, you have pinned your appearance on CITR to the top of your Twitter on my show for the past few years. But you have a brand new podcast. But right now, from 1987, from 1987, this is Hakeem, Hakeem the Dream. Hakeem the Dream. Hakeem the, the Dream. And uh -huh. Hurt and Bad with them. Beatable Dream and Discogs actually says, although most people credit this record to Akeem, it actually only has 27 words by Akeem. This record. I have no idea what you're about to play. This is going to blow my mind, I'm sure. This record is actually by Hurt M. Bad, but still 27 <laughs> words. Hell? 27 words from Akeem. 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 Elijah on CITR Denardwar, the human serviette radio show. Like he's insane. Grandmaster of the NBA. 
Travis at the game. Dripping with sweat and soaking wet, Etonics on his feet. Well, his name's a king, but he's called the dream. And I won't accept defeat. Unbeatable. Unbeatable. He's unbelievable. Unbeatable. From Africa, Olajuwon means driving to the top. Twin Tower number 34, the dream cannot be stopped. A warning to the competition throughout the NBA. He's going for the MVP. So come on, make my day. Unbeatable. Unbeatable. He's unbelievable. Unbeatable. Inside moves, he powers to the hoop. He takes a pass high above the glass for the one-hand alley oop. And you won't survive on the dribble drive if you'll steal it from your hands. Think you hot, then take a shot. And he'll slap it in the stands. Unbeatable. Undefeatable. He's unbelievable. Unbeatable. In his red, white, and gold. And if you wanna be number one, then this is what I'm told. Work up a sweat, get soaking wet, keep striving like a king, and put etonics on your feet and be just like the dream. Unbeatable, undefeatable, be unbelievable, unbeatable. You're still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. What did we hear there? What did we hear, Saman? That was a rap song by Hakeem Olajuwon. I've never heard that. I had no idea that existed. That just made my whole life. That was incredible. From 1987, lyrics in bold as are performed by Hakeem the Dream. And I won't accept defeat. <laughs> Unbeatable. <laughs> So come on, make my day. I'm that was so incredible. Beatable. Think you're hot? Then take a shot. Unbeatable. <laughs> and be just like the dream. Unbeatable. That is the entire recording of the unbeatable dream as performed by Hakeem. Hakeem? Alajuan. <laughs> and we are live here with Saman from Texas, who is playing a whole bunch of tunes um, relating to his brand new podcast. It is available where? Where is it available? 
It's available on all streaming platforms. It's called the Nostalgia Mixtape. Um, but if you want to find the streaming platform that works for you, just go to thenostalgiamixtape.com. And uh, we also, you're a big fan of annotations. We're going to be annotating every episode. So our first episode is with Shay Serrano, who's like a very popular sports writer and New York Times bestselling author. And comic Talking book. Talking about a, a masterpiece song and comic book, yes. And, and, and every song has a great rap song. Every year has a great rap yeah. song. Yeah. And a New York Times bestseller. And isn't mm-hmm. he a school teacher too? He was a school teacher. I, I, I bet he was the greatest teacher i wish i had him as a teacher and saman you also lived in la for a long for a little while how long were you there in la well i've been there on and off for about six years um unfortunately i was laid off about a year ago so uh, i came back to texas to save my money but i'm sure i'll be back out there sooner sooner than later you went to dinner you went to dinner with jonathan gold oh my gosh yes yeah uh that was one of the most a lot of times when I get to hang out with cool people, it's not random, but that truly was a random thing that happened. Who was Jonathan Gold, just for in case people don't know? He was uh, arguably the most legendary food critic of all time. And um, he was kind of like, he, he was one of the people who, who didn't make you grossed out by L.A. Like he, he made L.A. cool and he represented the cool people of L.A. very well. And you went to dinner with him. What did you have? What did he have? Well, uh, it was a, at a Korean restaurant. Um, and I, now I can't, it's just, the name of it is escaping me. But I, I've never really eaten Korean food before that night. So I couldn't tell you what I had. There was like some meat and maybe some rice involved. And I had a Korean beer. Um, and I didn't know it was Jonathan Gold uh, until the very end. We, I, he was there to do an interview with a journalist friend of mine. And uh, I feel bad because I, like, hijacked the conversation. He ended up telling me how he used to go cover Led Zeppelin and NWA playing in Los Angeles back in the day. And I was just so captivated by those stories. What did he have to eat, though? Oh, my gosh. He ordered ordered for us for sure. Um, But I don't remember the names of the dishes. I will tell you he's not a vegan for sure. And unfortunately, he has passed away, right? Yes, unfortunately. And we are speaking here right now to Saman from Texas, who lived in L.A. for a little while. How many pics are there of you and Dave Chappelle? And are there, <laughs> are there any taken in L.A.? There must be. There are tons of photos floating around of like you and Dave Chappelle. How many are there? I think I think there are. Three that exist online. One of them, my face is very blurry, um, so I try not to claim that picture. But uh, there are two. They were both taken in Texas, actually. Because in one of the, could you describe the photo? It looks like John Stewart is in one of the photos. Yes, John Stewart's in the other photo. So I only know Dave through this comedian named Mo Ammer, who's from Houston, who just put out a Netflix special called Vagabond. Um, Mo has basically been. Dave's like perennial opener for the last four or five years. And um, Dave has kind of been like grooming his stand-up set for this Netflix special. So if you get a chance to check it out, just know that this was put together with the love and care of Dave Chappelle. It's incredible. How, how and does, yes, John's there. How does Dave remember you? Like, oh, Samad, like, how does Dave remember you? 
I don't know if he's gonna if he would remember my name yet. I don't know if we're that close, but um, he definitely knows that I've that I have a podcast because he told me what he wants his episode to be. Who knows if we'll ever get to record it? Um, but we spent yeah like four days together this summer, so I'm sure he'll he'll at least remember my face. I'd love the pictures. You have like three, maybe even more, yeah. right? How you know you... I'm doing the prayer hands with the squat. Have you been in? Various publications unnamed, like people don't know who you are, like you are unnamed. Like, you know, it's like John Stewart unnamed and then Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Has that happened to you ever? <laughs> that hasn't happened yet, but I, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if like that photo ever got put somewhere right now. It would be like John Stewart, Dave Chappelle, and unknown person. <laughs> OG Ron C. OG Ron C. Yes. Yes, OG Ron C. What about him? Well, what can you say about OG Ron C? I've met him at South by Southwest before, but he is like a total legend. Yeah, he. I would say that he is, uh, you could also put uh, Michael Watts in the same category as him as the two kind of torchbearers of chopped and screwed music uh, in the wake of DJ Screw's passing. Um, but most recently with OG Ron C, I had him and DJ Candlestick actually DJ Mo Ammer's Netflix special. So it was really cool, like, uh, you know, us all getting to hang out with Mo and Dave Chappelle before and after the show. Uh, very, very cool. I love, you know, you know, I love bringing like different worlds together. And and that was one of those moments. Well, did you bring Mad Lib and Toyota together? At least you spread the magic of Mad Lib and Toyota. What can you say about Mad Lib and Toyota? Um, what can I say? Oh, are you talking about that car commercial? Yes. <laughs> I can't remember who posted that online. That was um, one of the cool, like, I don't think those people knew at the time what Mad Lib's potential was going to be. That's It's just insane that he made a, a song for a car commercial back in the day. That's so cool. What a great part of his origin story. Shakespeare and Edmund Spencer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I was in high school, I just, I... I was very bored by traditional essay formats, so when I had to write a paper on Shakespeare and Edmund Spencer, I decided to compare them, compare, they they kind of essentially had what we could maybe call a beef back in the day, and I compared them to the Jay-Z and Nas beef of the 90s. Um, <laughs> and I don't think my teacher really knew what I was talking about, but I think I still made an A on it. And you are Saman from Texas. Right now, we're going to play some Bombino. What can I say oh, about yeah. Bombino? Oh, Bombino, he's a, an amazing guitarist. Pretty close Jared. Pretty close to Bun B, isn't it? They should collab. They should totally collab. That would be very interesting. Um, yeah, this, this Bombino record, it was actually right after I, get, I got let go at Revolt, and it was like in a very sad state for a few weeks and i used to play this why did this they, song and this why whole, do you think they let you go why did revolt let you go <laughs> just well, generically uh, just generically did they let other people go they let a lot of people go yes but i think with me specifically i was trying to do too much creative stuff and uh they wanted more newsy things so uh i don't think i i don't think we were a good fit but you're here on the Nardwart Human Serviette Radio Show for free. Thank you, Saman, <laughs> for phoning in. Uh, uh, sorry, back to Bombino. You mentioned oh, yeah, you yeah. listened to a lot of this. 
Yes, uh, when I was let go from Revolt, I had this whole album that the song is on um, on repeat for maybe like two weeks. Every night before I went to sleep, I would fall asleep to this album, and it was a bit cathartic for me. It kind of relieved a lot of stress. So here we go with Bombino on the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show. <laughs> uh, oh, uh. Uh, actually, while I just properly cue that up, what song are we going to hear from Bombino? Uh, so we're going to hear Ahulagin Akalin. Um, and uh, it's uh, this album, people should know, was produced by oh. one of the guys in the Black Keys, I believe. With special guest DJ. Saman Ashrawi. Ah! <laughs>
You're still listening to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show with special guest DJ. Saman Ashrawi. Saman, what did we just hear? You created a SoundCloud right now so we could hear this. You created an actual SoundCloud. Like for people listening, I couldn't figure out how to play this song. So Saman said, I will create a SoundCloud, no problem. And you created a SoundCloud. Have you do you work well under pressure? Or was that pressure? <laughs> it was a little bit of pressure. I just I want people to hear this fool song so bad that's fool with the ph um she she's so amazing uh i know that when her music comes out people will really gravitate toward it, toward it so i'm glad we got that situation figured out where is she from she's from uh texas and uh uh she wants to keep her identity a bit of a mystery so i'm not going to reveal too much more about her um, but you know she's you can tell she's from Texas because of you know the samples she's choosing to incorporate the Pimp C sample, twenty five lighters. It's amazing that you produce that song. Thank you so much, Saman, <laughs> for coming in to Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show today, and you know, repping these sorts of bands. I guess we are not going to get to all the bands that you sent me, but just, um, do you want to mention something about the Blue Threads, Connecticut, or Amber Kaufman? Yeah, I would love to. Um, I'll, I can mention a few things about each of them pretty quickly. Uh, the Blue Threads were um, a band that formed when I was in high school. Uh, my friend Brandon was the drummer and the lead guitarist, uh, Dalton Dunn, he was a child prodigy um, who eventually lost himself <clears throat> to alcoholism, unfortunately. He's still alive, but um, he he's, goes missing every now and then. It's a bit sad. 
Um, Connecticut is an amazing uh, beat maker, singer, songwriter from South America, from Chile. And the song that I wanted to play was called Alquile, um, which she just put out the music video for. Uh, her her sound is very much inspired, probably e in equal parts, by Flying Lotus and Donna Summer. Um, and then Amber Kaufman, I wanted to play her song No Coffee, uh, just because it's a song that I, I can't get enough of right now. And uh, Amber is um, a good friend of mine from Los Angeles who I want to support. And you're Saman, who has a brand new podcast. Maybe you could mention that one more time where people can check you out, explaining wh what's going to happen on the podcast. Some conversations, some music, some Akeem Lohajan. <laughs> so it's called The Nostalgia Mixtape. And the whole concept of it is that thing where you, you hear a song and it reminds you of a, of a moment in your life. Like you instantly remember where you were when you heard or when you, that song was playing. Um, so we basically have really cool people coming in and telling those stories. Uh, and the, the lineup is very diverse. We have, um, you know, famous musicians, athletes, comedians, actors, uh, all sorts of people coming in and sharing their music memories. Your father. <laughs> my my parents are you know trying to be very supportive which i appreciate and uh, my no, dad no your father my father your father chris Misty? chris <laughs> chris your father chris. chris chris your father chris paul oh <laughs> What about him? What about him? Well, I was going to say your actual father was in a band. He was actually in a band, and you actually found the music that your dad did? Yes, we just uncovered a few recordings of... My dad had a band in Palestine called The Blooms, and to the best of our knowledge, they were the first um, rock and roll band in Palestine. And uh, right now, I'm kind of in the process of um, getting that music remastered and cleaned off. And uh, hopefully, knock on wood, making a movie about them. 1973. Mm-hmm. Yep. Maybe one day I'll be playing their music on your show. That would be amazing. I was kind of hoping for that exclusive. <laughs> we can do that for you. Absolutely. But also, you rep the suffers. I love that you and Bun, you love to rep the suffers, don't you? The suffers are amazing. Shout out to Cam Franklin. Uh, the lead singer of The Suffers. Um, she's just a force, and nothing's going to stop her. And I'm sure we will all be going to see Suffers shows when we're like 50, 60 years old. From 100%. Texas. From Texas. Gulf Coast Soul. Yep. What can you say, lastly, about DJ Screw and Destiny's Child? Well, uh, Destiny's Child, their first guest appearance was on... Uh, a Lil O song. Lil O was like, he was famous in Houston and maybe in the surrounding areas in the 90s as a rapper. Um, Destiny's Child featured on a song of his called, I think it's called either Can't Stop or Won't Stop or Don't Stop, one of those. Um, and there's a Chopped and Screwed version of it and it's amazing. I don't know if DJ Screw did that one or if that was Michael Watts. Not 100% sure. Speaking of DJ Screw, the Dilla moment of Thundercat. The Dilla moment and the DJ Screw track that you inspired. His Dilla moment. DJ Screw. 
The yes, the Dilla moment was um, I interviewed Thundercat about uh, playing for Herbie Hancock the Slum Village song uh, with with the Come Running to Me sample, um, get this money, uh, and. Apparently, Herbie had never heard the sample before. And, um, you know, of course, Get This Money was produced by Jay Dilla. And, uh, yeah, and since then, me and Thundercat have gotten closer. And uh, if you go check out the album Drink, which is the Chopped and Screwed remix of Drunk uh, by DJ Candlestick and OG Ron C, um, yeah, I was, I was happy to be part of that. That was great. And right now, we're going to end with Thundercat doing Tokyo the Chopped Not Slop remix. What can you say about yes. Thundercat and this particular track? This was um, my favorite one that DJ's Candlestick and OG Ron C touched. And uh, I read an interview with Thundercat after this album came out where he said he can't hear the album at regular speed anymore. Like, this is how it's meant to be heard. Uh, and I, I think that this song, Tokyo, is the perfect example of that. It's actually at a tempo now that you can dance to. So but, I hope everyone enjoys it. And of course, I can't hear this record without thinking of you, Saman. You inspired <laughs> it. Thank you, Saman. Right. Yes, I co-produced it. Absolutely. Anything you want to tell the people out there at all? Um, head on over to the nostalgiamixtape.com. Um, and uh, I also, yeah, I want to say thanks to the producer of the mixtape or of the podcast, uh, Jason Crow, and our other friends who helped out, uh, Jasmine Chen, Natalie Menjavar and uh, Austin Eggleston. Thanks so much, y'all. Why should people care about Saman? Why should people care about your podcast? Because I just, I only try to give people cool stuff. I'm not going to waste your time, all right? So you don't got to worry about that. Um, I think all the stories you find on the Nostalgia Mixtape are uh, very unique, very relatable, and mostly wholesome. But even when they're not, they're still really fun. And right now, here is Thundercat with Tokyo. Well, thanks very much, Saman from Texas. Keep on rocking in the free world and do do loot do. Do do. Started when I was a boy. I went to the dentist and he 
gave me a toy It was Dragon Ball Z A wristlet bracelet Goku fucking Some more. Turn this here up.